I have a library book that's due. Let's see if I could actually read 500 plus pages in five days. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, I was recording and that. And have a D&D. Oh, you were? I was recording that. Oops. I will I will splice that and make uh make, make it out, out into it. a blooper uh blooper reel. Blooper. Okay, here we go. Ready? In three, two, one. Greetings, friends, family, and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 49, holy cow, of Dungeons. Dinings. And dorks. Oh, 49. Next one is number five zero. You're going to have to do something special for it. Or I don't something. know what, but I don't know. <laughs> we got to figure out something. Ah, uh, gosh. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's a milestone. We got to yeah. do something for the milestone. Wow. <laughs> have we lost any listeners? I don't know. I don't know. I know we've gained For those some. of you who have, uh, who have a... Uh, <laughs> stuck around with us since the beginning and see us Thank evolved you. somewhat in professional or non-professional ways. Um, Thank you for uh, for sticking around. Many, many thanks and all the hearts. Yes, we are. This is an ever-evolving show and uh, we are tweaking things and hearing feedback from our listeners and you know, responding accordingly and we're, and we're doing those our tweaks. best. Yeah, we're we doing do our this. Best. <laughs> yeah, since we have listeners now, we can't just say you know we're doing this. You're know, doing this for fun, but also we want to make sure that other people are enjoying this podcast. So at, at least appreciate. as much as we are. Yeah, as much as we are. So much appreciated for those that have stuck up since day one. And if you're new, welcome. Welcome. We hope you enjoy the ride. Yes. <laughs> This is, uh, how old are we now? Three. They have to be around three years old. Oh, I'm just asking about our age, and I was like, <laughs> no, the yeah. podcast is three years old. That's yeah. the first number. Yeah. Not- <laughs> <laughs> That's the first number. The second number, I will not tell you. Has it, has it really been three years since we started this? I think so. Some I think we started moment. 2018. I want to say it was 2018. I think we started the end of 2018. So, have we? Maybe. Are we veterans now? <laughs> In no. <podcasts>. No. <laughs> no. We have to get awards and stuff like that to be veterans. Yeah. I think. And we have so, to actually know other podcasters to get nominated for rewards. It's kind of hard to know other podcasters when you don't go to the podcast conventions and or geeky conventions. And, and there haven't or, exactly been any in a while. And there hasn't been any in a while, yes, <laughs> because of the vid. So. We're hoping that will change soon, though. Yeah. yeah. Hey, the mask mandate of Minnesota has been lifted as of 2 o'clock this afternoon, I think. Or something. <laughs> I'll still be wearing my mask. Yeah, yeah, same here. Just so. to help other people feel more secure about things. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of feel like the masks are now part of fashion now. Well, oh, the- just like Japan and Korea. Well, yeah, they they kind of beat us to the punch. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's no longer just the surgical or the uh, plain mask. They're now like sayings on it yeah. and yeah, and fashion. I was huh. I was talking to some coworkers of mine today and. And uh, they were saying that, you know, 
even after all this is done, they'll probably start wearing their mask when they're just, you know, feeling under the weather or when yeah. there's allergies yeah, going on. So it's so insane that like all the best stuff comes out from Japan, including fashion trends like like well, masks. <laughs> well, I honestly think that the mask also has helped with other diseases too, like the flu. Yeah. The flu yeah. has been down. Yeah, the flu has been down. Yeah. Cotton cold has been down. One of my coworkers apparently she picks up pretty much every cold that comes through during the cold season on a regular basis, and she says mm. she hasn't caught a cold in like a year or more. Yeah, my allergies haven't actually been down. <laughs> Without even taking like, well, my I still have allergies, but it's not as bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're wearing the mask, so, so you know, the allergens can't get up your nose. Now right. here's the thing: I want to start seeing. I know that we've caught up to Japan and Korea when I start seeing masks with Supreme etched across it, Dolce and Gabbana <laughs> logos, Ralph Lauren logos. Hey, That's when I coach. know. Or coach. It's a great, it's a great <laughs> marketing thing, actually. Because that's that's what I saw everywhere when I went to Japan and in Korea at the beginning of COVID, and mm -hmm. I just saw those masks. I was like, wow, like they got some fashion trendy masks going on. I come I mean, here to the United States, it's like cloth, you know, <laughs> printed. And, it's, and even those that you know aren't you know designer or yeah. whatever even those like with just a design like floral or or um i have one with the, the minnesota the minnesota popular one flannel flannel <laughs> that is a mis it was our governor was wearing the flannel one nice like, for the longest it's, time it's, <laughs> I, I i think flannel is like a minnesota uniform <laughs> i have one um i don't have one I don't have one. I I used to wear flannel like way back when, like in junior high and elementary school. Okay. In the wear time. But I don't remember the last time I actually had a flannel okay. shirt. You have said it, and now I must find you one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we should probably uh, talk about what we've been oh up my to. Gosh. Okay. We are in a new space. We are in a new space because the... Okay, so long story short, I had to move the studio. The studio like consists of mixers, computers, um, microphones, microphone stands, and all the rest. And this was in our extra room on our main floor of our house, right? Yep. And the whole space, the, the room was, you know, was a decent size pretty good for a podcasting studio well we sort of inherited like a bunch of stuff from angela's parents they they offered us a sort of um compact murphy bed so we always knew that that upstairs room would eventually have to turn into a guest room this was just a lot more sudden than we expected that to happen so sudden that's the reason why we haven't been recording as of late because We've been just so darn busy with life with, stuff, with life stuff, like adulting stuff, and <clears throat> Angel's parents moving. So, uh, making it short, the studio had to move because we had to put a guest room in our house. So now the studio is here in my luxurious office. 
<laughs> in the basement of the house. Oh, so spacious. Oh, so Slash spacious. Slash sarcasm. Yes. <laughs> I have, I don't know if you listen to our old other podcast, uh, Hollow Hollow Hangouts, but I was talking about this. It's like now it's uh, it's becoming a, a computer lab of some sorts. Edward? Yes. Did you steal my face painting table again? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways, so our the my my office, which was sort of like where I just like did accounting type stuff and uh had computers down here and several other things like you know, trying to make it like you know, a sanctuary of work, I guess. Now is the studio. <laughs> and we're we're very comfortable here. It's cozy. Very, it's cozy. <laughs> so it'll come in, in handy when uh, winter comes. It well, it might get cold down here during winter. Oh, <laughs> heat heater, <laughs> a, a space heater will warm it up real quick, though. It'll warm up real quick, and there happen there is a uh, a vent, a heater vent on the on the ceiling. So yeah, so. It'll it'll be interesting once winter comes around again, and I might turn on all the computers just to create some added heat, <laughs> heat as well. So we'll anyway, see what happens. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that's the story. Sorry, we haven't been recording. I know we've been missing a lot of weeks in terms of uh, our normally regularly scheduled programs, but I'm hope we're we want to restart this to more regular basis again because adulting sort of like. Wane down a little bit. Adulting stinks. Adulting's the worst. <laughs> um. All right. So let's get away from adulting. Yep. Edwin, you had one more thing you wanted to oh, talk about. Yeah. So, amongst all of this, I found a bunch of video games I haven't seen in such a long time because we had to clear out a, our uh, our storage area <laughs> to fit. Um. Stuff. Things <laughs> we had to fit things, and I found my old computer games, so I had to spin up a Windows 98 machine. Oh, just to old. play a video game. <laughs> and uh, which so game was it? I I spun a I the game that I found. Um. Actually, it was incomplete because um, I didn't realize I was actually missing a disc. And it was Age of Empires. The original Age of Empires. <laughs> and I spun it up. It won't work on, on, on modern machines. You have to use DOSBox or whatever the heck. And that's just dumb. <laughs> if you have the means to actually spin up a Windows 98 machine, spin up a Windows 98 machine. Hence my five computers that are down here. Um, and it was the greatest. It was just like, oh my gosh, I remember this. <laughs> and it, I went down a rabbit hole because I found my old copy of the PC version of Final Fantasy VII. I found my the Riddle of the Sphinx and, and the Omega Stone, which are like point-and-click adventure puzzle games mm. that I'm really, really liking right now. I found my original copy of Roller Coaster Tycoon <laughs> and my one of my f absolute favorite games, I found Settlers. 
So that meant I had to spin up a Windows XP machine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I used wow. up, yeah. So I'm just getting all excited about all these old games that I used to play. I I didn't realize I still had them. Nice. <laughs> and I found them buried in a bunch of old CDs I have. So I had to go buy a bunch. I, I bought a bookshelf and displayed my old CDs and DVDs and VHS tapes and whatever. VHS? What? I have VHS what? tapes. I have the complete. <laughs> I have the complete set of Star Trek original motion picture and all the way up to six on VHS. Thank you. Thank you very much. I also have. Um. Tell me I you're a sci-fi geek without also, telling me you're a sci-fi geek. <laughs> I also have the original unedited version of Star Wars. Oh, I remember Empire those. Strikes Back now, and Return of the Jedi. Now that one. That is worth its weight in gold. You have to, yeah, keep it in yeah, good condition. It's VHS. Yes. Yeah. That one... <laughs> Better look on preservation for VHS tapes. I know. Yeah. It's just because, I mean, L George Lucas has completely messed up the whole thing for adding <laughs> adding CGI to it. And, you know, I can now I can pop and in Ewok and say this, this was the original. Yes. And you don't see freaking, what's his name? Anakin Skywalker, the, the Christian, whatever the heck his name is. I don't know. The Hayden Christensen, Hayden Christensen remake yeah. of Jedi, of Return of the Jedi, where they like took out old Anakin and put younger one. Oh my gosh, yeah. what was that all about? Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, yes. So it was nostalgic time, <laughs> finding old crap time, and spinning up old machines. So for the fun of it. Just for the fun of it. Spending precious not, resources on will, not grown up things. And we will not spend, think about how old they are. <laughs> and I didn't spend a dime doing all this it was just stuff that i already had or uh, were able so. to get from my dad or, or what I, yeah i had to get a couple of things from your dad too he just happens to have old stuff so i was like sweet i'll take it you gotta love those hand-me-downs oh, oh yeah <laughs> i am not i'm not ashamed about hand-me-downs i like hand-me-downs because they're free <laughs> so anyways <laughs> um pam what have you been doing <laughs> so, I pass it to my right. <laughs> so, um, I just so every every uh, every time before I uh, start uh, recording an episode uh, with you guys, I have this habit of going to Starbucks because I need that extra caffeine kick to actually, you know, keep up. <laughs> um, Were that boring to Pam Angel? No, <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> That's not what I meant. It's, if it wasn't for the caffeine, I wouldn't be talking. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, though, okay, so Starbucks has a new drink out, and I, I actually tried it. It's called Strawberry Funnel Cake Frap. Frappuccino. Is there any more descriptives in that? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Oh, there's more descriptives in that name. Well, you want to know what's in it? So it's Strawberry... Cappuccino. So, no, really? So Frappe. it is a funnel cake flavored syrup blended with coffee, 
milk and ice layered with strawberry puree, whipped cream, and powdered sugar funnel cake pieces. Strawberry what? Strawberry. How? So a strawberry puree, whipped cream. Puree? Puree. 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 <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. Whipped cream and powdered sugar funnel cake pieces. We're not doing that bit again, Edwin. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I was just like Edwin strawberry. Edwin just likes strawberry beret my... or parade. Edwin just has this natural <laughs> kick of trying to dissect whenever I say something wrong. <laughs> uh, he, d- he likes to do that with me too. <laughs> strawberry parade. Fine. I mean, it's puree. I like strawberry parades it's, as well. It's puree. Okay, it's pure- puree. It's a puree. All right. So I tried it. So I okay, tried so it. Okay, so how was it? Don't get it. <laughs> Don't get it? This is too it's, You know what? Too busy? I, it could be. It could. It, I came at a very busy time, so maybe a human error. But when I, <laughs> when I ordered that, I was expecting a very sweet uh, drink. It wasn't sweet at all. I was expecting strawberry. It didn't. I didn't taste the strawberry. What I tasted was elements of Insta Coffee with burnt funnel cake pieces. Oh no! Oh, so so you didn't accidentally get someone else's drink? No. Okay. It looks like it looks like uh, what it shows in the picture here, okay. but it's it. There was the strange bitter like aftertaste, like as if it's like something was burnt. Now I'm not wow. quite sure that's supposed to be it. Again, it could be human error. It was a busy time. They may have been <laughs> in a rush or whatever. This is the object of the this. This is the this is the symbol of Starbucks at five o'clock in the afternoon. Is <laughs> this drink? It's so busy they can't even taste anything except for <laughs> except for burnt. Even it's the coffee I, and burnt funnel cake. I even I even brought it to Jeff to see if he could taste it, and he agrees. It's like there's something off about this drink. That's so. So sad. we'll try it again. Hopefully, we'll try it during a time when they can't actually have the time to actually make it correctly. Um, but yeah. When is I that? Did, it's a drink. I know. Like, when is a good time to go to a Starbucks that they're not busy? In between lunch and dinner. <laughs> is that when when they're when they're slow? Uh, think about it. I don't it. know. People go when they're on their lunch break, or as soon as they're off work. Because we have a Starbucks just like down the road here. Yes, right? and that's the one that we we go to. <laughs> yeah. After our D and D session. Yeah, there's a Starbucks down down the road from us, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Actually, not the one over there. Do we have two Starbucks here, right? Oh wow, there's two Starbucks near near, near our house. Go figure, <laughs> <laughs> right? There's another Starbucks down down the road from us where they actually have like a like a a drive through, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That is always busy. Every single time I pass by that Starbucks, the line is out on the street. Oof. And that's like on a like a two o'clock or three o'clock in the afternoon deal. Yeah, and that's probably the stragglers from the lunch, from the lunch breaks. Might be. I don't know. Um, I mean, it could. Um, there are certain days where if you have their app, there are certain days where you could earn double points. 
So that oh, could be okay. a day when, ooh, it's double, it's double points day. Let me go to Starbucks yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah, I'm. I was, I was excited to try it, and it's just a disappointment. That's too sad. That's too bad. I'm. I don't know. Like when when the days where I actually used to drink coffee, I was at Dunn Brothers rather than a Starbucks. Mm. But that was just me. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't even know what it tastes like. <laughs> I don't know. Burnt beans. I was expecting <laughs> for at least the cake to taste like cake. And it didn't taste like yeah. cake. cake. It tastes like burnt sadness. Burnt sadness. <laughs> oh, no. Not just sadness, but burnt, burnt sadness. sadness. Oh, yeah, that's so. the worst kind of sadness. Yeah. We'll try it again, and hopefully the second time will we'll be better. But, oh. Uh, we and win some, you lose, lose some, and I happen to lose today. Oh, that's all right. Angela, did oh, you lose uh, things today? I did not lose what things today. What did you do? <laughs> uh, well, today I worked, but yesterday I tried to work on a puppet. I'm making a puppet, by the way. It looks so much like a Muppet, too. I've, I have looked at so many tutorials to do this thing, and I gotta say... <laughs> Making a puppet for the first time when you're still getting used to the order things are supposed to be done in that gets some nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, with the graveyard tapes, we're working on an episode, and for the promotional images, I am making a puppet of the main character Finn Valentine. Um, yeah. <laughs> like I said, making a puppet is nightmare fuel, especially the head is just like pins all over the place trying to make it all fit together. It did look like it did look like Pinhead from ha from uh Hellraiser <laughs> at one point. Oh, there were pins all over <laughs> it. Just strategically <laughs> placed because things were not fitting like quite right, and I think it's because I'm not used to making puppets. Mm. Yeah, I had to have pins all over the place, like so close together, just to keep things in place, and so I could stitch them together. It looks like a Muppet. Like, okay. If you want to know what this thing looks like, just go watch the Muppet. Oh, uh, okay. Muppets. I think I'm pretty sure there are other listeners that are thinking this. What's the difference between a puppet and a Muppet? I think it's the way it looks. Okay. Now, if you ask Kermit, a puppet. Is a is a uh, traditional piece of fleece, kind of a doll with a head. You put your hand up in the doll, and you you move your hand to yeah. move the mouth. And well, Kermit, uh, a, who is a Muppet, says that he is an actual frog. <laughs> no, but specifically, Muppets are uh, creations of the Jim Henson uh, puppet company. Or yeah, yeah the. Jim Henson Productions, um, and so if you're if you're going to them, basically any puppetry that you get is a Muppet um, in its own way. More specifically, if you want to get even more specific, the Muppets are the are the signature puppets that you know typically little monsters, animals, and they're just really high quality puppets. Um, they are very, very careful to kind of fluff up the seams to make the seams almost invisible. Yeah. 
So I, the, they are very, very carefully crafted, very well made. I just think like there's like these certain like characteristics of Muppets versus puppets, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, this like puff up, so the seams sort of disappear. Yeah, but like some people like the shapes and the roundedness of yeah, certain just areas. Very, very whimsical shapes. Yeah. Um, the, the especially with the noses. The noses. Um, and the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they put a lot of um, unique details into them. Like, um, on Gonzo, he's got those little bulbous eyes. Mm. And they've got the, the foam eyelids over them. And the eyelids can kind of pull back. Yeah. yeah. And those are, I mean, I, was, I told Angela, I was like, you need to take a picture of this so you can, like, submit it to, the, to <laughs> the, you know, the Jim Henson... Um, company thing because it's like this looks like something they would make <laughs> or there are some there are some art contests too that you could also enter you never know okay one of one of the things i'm i'm i may be putting a little too much into this the nose on this puppet is removable it's on magnets <laughs> it's got magnets to make it removable and that's a jim henson thing I've, I saw there's 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 some puppets that do that. Yes, there are some puppets with removable noses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I specifically used a magnet for mine. Um, I've also got magnets in the hands, and I've got little openings on them, so we so you can put the wires in and take the wires out. And there's magnets Ooh. in the hand, so you can either have the wire attached to those magnets while you're mm-hmm. moving it around. Yeah. Or you can, or I'm gonna put also a a magnet kind of just inside the belly. So if you don't have the wire in, it can kind of sit like it's like the hand is in a pocket or something. Right, right. So so the hand has somewhere to rest. Um, or you can put one, have the magnet of the hand attached to the magnet of the nose, while the other hand is attached to the magnet of the face. Yeah, you know, there's a few oddly specific poses that it can it'll be. Excuse me. It'll be able to do. Hmm. Uh, one of the trickiest things that I did find. Um, most puppets, like, the hands are just flat and don't have much feature. But I decided to give it that line in the palm with the thumb. Mm, okay. Trying to get that on the right way took me way too long. And once the arms were in place and the 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 skin of the body was all put together... I started attaching the head to the body and started attaching it the wrong way around. Oops. So, yeah. I had to undo that. So, she's been you've been doing this for like how long have you been building this thing? Well, like at it's, least It's been a while. Like it's haven't been a been while. Able, I haven't been able to work on it super consistently yeah. because, you know, parents moving. But There's like puppet parts <laughs> all over your there are puppet parts all over my crafting area. I know. It's like, I like pick one up and it's like I'm like flailing like the arm around. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, there's, there are pieces of puppet all over my crafting area. <laughs> all right. Fortunately, it's, it's getting close to getting together. So as soon as that's all pieced together, I can make the clothes and get the promotional shots ready. Yay! Woo-hoo-hoo. So speaking of puppets, let's talk something about something similar. Pokemon. 
I don't okay. see how those relate in any way, but go oh. on. We'll pretend well, that. <laughs> well, let's shut up and listen. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. Okay, so something I read in the news, and I'm just, I'm just like, what is that? Apparently, Target has stopped selling, I think at least temporarily, Pokemon trading cards and all the rest of the tra- trading cards, like the MLB trading cards, baseball all, cards, football cards, basketball cards, all major league trading cards, all major league trading cards. Pretty much off the shelves at normal targets and putting them online only because because apparently people are arguing over trading cards and violently so and violently so in store parking lots apparently in wisconsin there was a target in wisconsin where someone they were arguing over a pokemon trading card and one of them pulled a gun out and threatened the dude and that ain't cool that ain't cool these are freaking trading cards we're talking about right mm-hmm. we're not talking about someone owing someone money or anything so i thought that was like what the heck like trading cards to the point where stores are taking off the shelves because not because they just stopped selling them. No, it's because of customers being not very customer. They're not being very sociable. Sociable <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, so that leads me into the other thing. Is that, is that really a thing? Hey, what you mean by that, Mac? What is it with trading cards? That's a much better... Uh, that is a much better segue. Well done. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm on today. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pam, do you want to start out or should I? Uh, unfortunately, I don't have any expertise in this. So, Angela, this is all you. Let me let me let me let me caveat this a little bit, okay? When I was growing up, mm-hmm. both of my brothers were really into baseball <clears throat> cards. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think they like. I just remember this, but every time they opened up a new pack of baseball cards, they would just like bask in the smell of new baseball cards. <laughs> I don't know if it was the the stale gum inside, <laughs> but it's kind of it's kind of like for bibliophiles, they like the smell of books. But you Except would never tell. But you you would never hear them this go. This is cardboard. You would never see people files go, oh, books. Uh, yeah. Wait, yeah. really? Okay. Because yeah. my brothers would go, hello, there are candles <laughs> that specifically smell like books. It was like, my brothers would go, oh, baseball cards. <laughs> and I, was just, yep. I just remember this growing up. What is it with baseball cards? And why are people going gaga over baseball cards? Okay. First, it's not just the baseball cards. It's it's baseball cards, Pokemon cards. I'm wondering if they include Yu-Gi-Oh cards in there. Anyway, Probably. Okay. So, to start out with, um, they are collectible. So that's that's one of the things. Okay. They, they are collectible. Including and, the game, the game cards, right? Yeah, in, including Pokemon the game and... cards. 
Yeah. And any collectible has the potential of going full Beanie Baby. So this goes if, all the way it, back to the Beanie Baby thing. It, or, it goes or even the further than that. the psycholo- same psychology of Beanie Babies. It goes further than that. It also goes back to Cabbage Patch Kids. Anything, uh-huh. anything that can be considered collectible in some way can become one of those absolute insanity-inducing so, hot items. So what is it? I guess my question is, what is it <clears> with... <throat> Okay. The card, like, a, what is it with? Because it's not like okay. it's not like um, like no, it's a, that's, that's that's the first point. The golden age of a of a of a comic book. That's that's just the first point of it. Is it's a collectible, so it has that potential to become something big. Um, with game cards, you're looking specifically for those rare cards that aren't there. Aren't very many printed of them, and they're really really powerful cards in the game if you want if you want a good example think of the black lotus yeah but the black lotus you can't even use a black lotus and get magic but it's still collectible games if you if you still collectible yeah it's it's still collectible it's still it's still prized because it was a part of the game's history so so this is like so what i'm hearing is that that people buy these things mm-hmm. right and the way that these things have value because that's the thing i'm really caught up in is like why would it have value when these are just like something i could print off of my i don't know my epson you, printer you can't if if you're if they're acceptable in a game they cannot be home printed well, no, not even not. Well, here, let, let's get off like like the Pokemon's, but like even like baseball cards. You can't. Because you don't play baseball. You don't play a game with baseball. No, cards. but you you can't print the baseball cards if they are official baseball cards. They have a particular seal on them. Okay. Yes. That says they are authorized. They are authenticated by you know the people but, who who print them, and by the major league, by the you know. Major League. But why would it have value? <laughs> Again, because it's collectible. Okay. Um, why is it collectible? Okay. Because it's rare. Now, here's here's where baseball cards differ. Because I did used to have a small baseball card collection back when I actually did, like, Major League Baseball. I was little. Um, one of the things that's special about Major League sports cards yes they're collectible but they also show that players stats their statistics where they do what they're doing how they're doing you hang on to those and you can see how the players stats change from year to year now say a player gets better Someone who's really a big fan of that player or that team is going to want one of the older cards to show, hey, this is where they started out. This is where they are now. This is cool. I have a run of these. Like they're, they're trying to get a run of those cards or they're trying to collect them. Just like the earlier, the better because that has more value is over time. The cards get damaged. They get destroyed. They get lost. So if if you're a big fan, you want to collect the, that memorabilia, right? See, here's the thing: if I wanted to know and show a person a, a 
you know, a baseball player's stats, I can just go on the internet and say, here, here's the trend. <laughs> like, this I was before the internet, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these started before the internet, back when, okay, back when it's like, okay, who's, which player has but, which stats, which player is getting really good. But then you can another, get player's almanacs, though, back in the I day. think another thing that plays into that are just bragging rights. That's, I think that's where, here's the thing, I think that's just thinking about this even just more deeper. I think that's what it really boils down to. It's like, hey, it's I, got, like, I, I, I got a really good stroke of luck and I got this player's card. It is the psychology mm-hmm. of something I have that you don't have. For yeah, people who actually yeah. care about having that thing. Yeah, and and there is also a sort of artificial or perceived scarcity of certain cards. Like, if yeah, you know. really, really want a player's card because you're a big fan, you want the official yeah. card, the official memorabilia of that player. It's like, you know, how, how some people insist they have to have their player's jersey. If they're collectors of cards, they have to have that player's card. It's, 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 I think that's what it is. I think it's like, it's the scarcity of it, the fact that I have it and you don't have it. And, I mean, I just remember, like... I just remember, like, you know, just to come, just to think about this, is that there was this. I had a, I had a friend in in junior high and high school where his dad was a baseball fanatic, right? And his entire living room was basically a museum. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like any fan <laughs> memorabilia. You, it, it's a collection. And it's it shows your dedication to that fandom, and yeah, it it's it's with baseball and major league sports, it's really more about the collectible, and having a piece of of that sports history. So here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to current current events. Uh huh. Right. Uh huh. Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards. Because you have Pokemon cards. I have some Pokemon cards. Yeah. They're, they're old. I can get a pretty penny out of some of them. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you could get like a pretty penny out of like all of them. Because apparently the way that these things are going. I mean. It's I mean it's like one of those things where like we're talking about pictures on a card. And people are, are starting to get arguing with guns. But see, see, in in Pokemon cards, there is a definite manufactured rarity in the in these cards. Like the base level Pokemon, you're gonna have a mess of those because you have to in the game you have to use multiples of those to evolve to the next one. But isn't that isn't that true for every? like even like baseball cards because i remember people would buy like tops cards um like packs and packs and packs of them like i remember i mean people would buy like actual like boxes of packs mm-hmm. and to get it's almost like a scratch off ticket yeah you know <laughs> like yeah they're... you're you're looking for that one card and that's that's kind of how they increase their sales is like okay 
these players are particularly hot. We're going to it, it, we're going to print a few less of these ones, yeah. so people will buy more cards looking for this player, and we'll fill it in with this player is not very popular. We'll we'll print more of their cards as kind of a filler, and you know, it's it's a manufactured scarcity to increase how many people buy those those cards. Mm-hmm. With Pokemon, however, it's it's the manufactured scarcity is based on how common the Pokemon are in the series and in the video games and how long it takes you to get to those ones in the video games. There's the manufactured scarcity is based on something in yeah. in that in that game. I know lore. with like the Black Lotus and the old Magic the Gra- Gathering ones, right? The old like the yeah. original Magic the Gathering games back in like the nineties. Yeah. Where nineties and early two thousands and the only like put a black lotus in like every sewn so many packs. Yeah, mm-hmm. manufactured scarcity. Yeah. <clears throat> and they would hold they would literally like the the cards they would seed the the production lines. It would be this dude with a secured briefcase that only has like twenty black lotus cards right mm-hmm. and he would just randomly like put it in like production line mm-hmm. right it's like it's you know it's just like i can i get if like if a game right because you want to have like the best the best deck before you go into a battle on magic the, magic the gathering right same thing with pokemon right mm-hmm. i get it I guess I just don't get baseball cards or football cards, or, <laughs> you know, just because just because I get like you you want bragging rights that you have the thing, yeah, and, you know, but again, it's like it's, that's only like attuned to like certain people though. Yeah, and again, it's like, yeah. to, it's memorabilia, and for some people who who specialize in trading the cards, it's banking on. Hey, I this player is getting good. I'm going to hang on to this card and I will sell it later. It will increase in value as time goes on and some people some people treat their baseball cards and such as an investment whether it's actually gonna make money or not yeah, just like beady babies yeah it's, it's <laughs> I, mean, I remember that like i said it's like beanie babies any collectible item has the potential be- to become like the beanie babies which means there's also the potential that at any so- moment they could just so yeah. there's so basically we're talking about four collectibles, right? For mm-hmm. the reason why people go gaga over these these collectibles and will be spending will be willing to spend hundreds, you know, thousands if not hundreds of thousands of dollars for a single thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is because it could be worth something someday. It's because they're pretty much it's so okay. So it's basically because there's a market for it, and the market is for people. The only reason why that market exists is because people believe the psychology mm-hmm. or the like, psychology of the fact that it's worth it, a thing to people's minds. Yeah, it it and it could be worth dollars in the fingers. Yeah, it's like, like there was a Van Gogh painting that that sold 
quite recently, right? Mm-hmm. Vincent Van Gogh, right? One of the, you know, greatest painters, mm-hmm. you know, ever. And his one of his paintings just sold for I think it was like 103 million dollars. Sounds like it sounds like a thing that could happen. Yeah. 103 million dollars for a painting, right? Mm-hmm. For an original. Mm-hmm. Right? See, to me, I get that because first of all, there's only one like it. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he only painted one of that, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy is dead, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So there's never going to be another one of those. And I'll, I'll, but in terms of like baseball cards or Pokemon cards, like that, now there's here's more than one of them. Now here's here's where that gets tricky. As time goes by, the number of those cards goes down from damage, from vanishing, from other other factors, and the number of those cards go down. And to have it. To have the one that was printed originally, from the original printing, that's going to increase in value as the scarcity increases. Like, you go and you find a Babe Ruth baseball card, that is going to be valuable. You go, you find a Kirby Puckett baseball card, that is going to be valuable. Yeah. Like, there's, there's, I think it's a Michael Jordan baseball card, no, basketball card. Michael Jordan basketball park card from the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And how much did that sell for? Over $100,000. It's yeah. it's one of those things like the older so, it gets, the, the higher the scarcity. And people are going to hold on to their cards like, maybe I'll get that money. Maybe I'll get it. Maybe I'll get it. So now it's, people are starting to find, hey, there's a run on these. Should I sell? Should I hold? So... <clears throat> I think I'd rather play the stock market. Yeah. So now it's like <laughs> these cards are making a lot of money and yeah. people are, well, people in general are always looking for something that'll one day give them a give them whole a lot of money. <laughs> What's that? Give them a retirement fund. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> looking for something that will give them a whole lot of money really, really fast. Just with that's as little effort moral. as possible. And that's the moral of the story. Yeah. Why things become valuable so, so quick. So it gives people yeah, have the psychology thinking yeah, that this thing's going to so, be valuable someday. So, like, it used to be, for, for baseball cards and trading cards in general, it used to be fairly slow moving. Right now there's a spike in it because everybody's like, holy cow, this is a way I can make money. Maybe I can make money yeah. really, really fast if I find that one card. Yeah. So they're banking on these cards, and most of what they get is going to be common cards. But they're hoping that they're going to get that one jackpot card, you know, that that one card that's going to make them a ton of money. So there's there's something that I re- um I wonder if it's not only about investing, it's also of completing a puzzle, a collection. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. There are people out there who are in in it for that to have a. Com- a complete collection and it's not it's not necessarily bragging right it's more of like a peace of mind that ha you know i i do believe that there are certain people like that because you know like i dove, dove into the biggest like rabbit hole in the past month about retro arcade games and retro computer games you know and there's people out there with just like big like mini storage like 
I think one of them actually has like a like a container, like a shipping container in the back of his house. It's nothing but mm-hmm. like old retro games, right? And he wanted to complete his collection of every single computer game that got released for the that got released for the Commodore sixty four. It's original thing, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, that's cool because because yeah, there's something for himself that he enjoys to actually do, right? Rather than like, rather than like investing on something that you'll never. It's like people who and buy. Consider for a moment what you're about to say. All the games for the Commodore. How many of those will never get played? Well, the guy plays. How them. many of those <laughs> games will never get played? Probably all of them will get played. At least for this dude, all of them are going to get played. Because he doesn't care about the value. But will he have time to see them all through? I don't think so. Well, prob- well here's let me put it to you this way. Back in the days of Commodore 64s, right? They were basically arcade games that you never really finish. Because they were arcade games, right? So he'll never actually get good at them. He'll never get good at them. He just wants it for the enjoyment of playing them. But how many form. will never get played? There is the possibility that oh. there is a ton. Apparently, the original ET Atari thirty six hundred cartridge game in working good working order is like worth something right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yep. Who knows? Because a lot of a lot of the people actually like they they thought the games you know truly sucked to the point where they just threw it away. I could so, just see Edwin going through all his games now and just <laughs> finding the value of what they currently I are. Don't know. I I'm not <laughs> I'm I'm not into I guess I'm just not into like you know like in terms of like the value and stuff like that for certain things I have. I'm sure there's something around here in this house that has some kind of value, right? Yeah. But. I'm I'm not one to go like ooh I'm gonna put this in like re I don't know like re shrink wrap it and may in and polish it with a diaper or anything like that. Polish <laughs> with a diaper? What? <laughs> you know what? Where are you getting that? Who is polishing things with diapers? It's something I I heard in Ferris Bueller with a Ferrari. Anyways, it, it's it's a saying. It's a saying. Anyway, Anyways. speaking of diapers, can we? Can we change the topic to like food? Like food? <laughs> We're going from diapers uh, to food. Okay. Um, um, I'm not sure how I feel about that segue. <laughs> but regardless of the style or type of restaurant, they all have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've got to last. Okay, so I should probably remind our listeners what the last challenge was. I kind of forgot what the last challenge was today. All right, the last challenge, I I made a challenge to make something, you know, in, on, in honor of the uh, end of winter, I suppose, because it's still going back and forth between cold and super hot. Um but in honor of the end of winter, I wanted us to try making something sweet and refreshing. Cool. Okay. From any category of food or beverage, just something sweet and refreshing. Cool. 
So who wants to go first? Edwin does. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I literally did my challenge the day after our last recording of DD and you, you took it with a curveball. And I took it with a curveball because it was something that I already saw and I really wanted to make it. And because I've been on a sort of a health kick right now because of certain things. But I made a Mexican shrimp cocktail. And hmm. if you think, you know what a shrimp cocktail is, right? It's like a cocktail sauce with like big shrimp. This looked nothing like that. It looked nothing like that. <laughs> um, this thing consists of avocados, cucumbers, uh, tomatoes, and um, a little bit of uh, like lemon, no, lime, some lime juice. In fact, like two limes in it and a bunch of other things that i can't remember because right it's been a while <laughs> but it was based it's basically a shrimp cocktail salad sort of thing right that you the, a dip really chunky dip you use you know you dip like tortillas or saltine crackers or whatever right which is just a vehicle for the thing mm -hmm. and I saw this, and this is not my own recipe. I got this thing off of America's Test Kitchen. <laughs> so, um, it's not my own. Uh, but I saw this thing in an episode. I was like, I need to have that in my life. So, <laughs> I made it. And lo and behold, it was sweet. Right? Because of all the, all the, like, the sweet vegetables and fruits that's in it. So, Angela... What did you think? Um, I remember it was it was not what I was expecting to come out of a sweet challenge, but it did have a bit of a sweetness to it, and it was very refreshing. So I figure it qualifies. Um, but it it was pretty tasty. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I think I gave it a sixteen. You gave it a seventeen. Oh, I, I gave it a seventeen. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I. <laughs> Okay, I'll take your word for it. But yeah, it, it, I did enjoy it a lot. I do remember that. And I would gladly eat it again if it was put in front of me. I just remember that... I think I made it when it was actually like... Last time it was like 70. I think it reached up to it, 80, 80 degrees outside. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. That's, it was perfect. <laughs> it was just perfect. Nice. And so... So if you're interested in the recipe, I believe it's on this season's uh, America's Test Kitchen. Uh, you could probably find it on PBS, I want to say. Um, and it's there. I forgot what. I think it was Taste of Mexico, I think it was the was the episode. So. Hmm. Yeah, it, it really was tasty. It was really good. Interesting. So. I guess I'll I go next. I turn it back to you. Uh, yeah, I'll go next. The one that I went with, um, I found it on thenourishinggourmet.com because um, mm -hmm. I didn't want to get, I really did not want to make something heavy. So I was just searching a bunch of different places and stumbled across this one. This is a three ingredient pineapple whip, dairy free. Hmm. Okay. 
Uh, so it's just basically frozen pineapple, coconut milk, and um, a banana. Okay. Um, and I gotta say, it was pretty refreshing, but it had one little bit of a problem. It wasn't as sweet as we expected it. It was, it was tart. It, it was tart. I had put cool. I killed the dairy free by putting Cool Whip on top. I put I put whipped cream on top of it, and it desperately needed it. Yeah. Aww. But yeah, it it was. If it was put in front of me and it was like 80, 90 degrees outside, I would definitely <laughs> take it because it gave me a brain freeze twice. <laughs> and it, it it was light and refreshing. I'll give it, light it that. Light refreshing. It made me want to put a sweater on. You did put a sweater on. And thermal socks. <laughs> so yes. it was it was it was good. Um, if you if it was like ninety degrees outside, it would definitely like cool you over. However, yes, it needed some sweetness. Yeah, and so So I So what did you rate it? I think we both gave it about a fourteen. It, it was a fourteen. Yeah. Like I think if it would it was okay. It was great. If it was put in front of me, I'd probably take it. You know, it, it was it's, good. It's just, it definitely needs more sweetness yeah. from somewhere. And it, and, it t- and the fruits came out, right? So this, I could taste the pineapple. I could taste the banana. Uh, the coconut was there. And the, the right? pineapple was pretty much the star of it. Yeah, the pineapple was the star of it. That's where all the tartness was coming from. But it, mm. yeah, it, it just needed a little more sweetness. And I get that they were trying to cut back the sugar but it definitely it definitely needed the sweet sweetness of something more than just a banana yeah Aww. i would say this would be a this would be a quasi diabetic friendly drink quasi <laughs> quasi diabetic friendly drink because no sugar added but right. it needs right. the sugar so and it is <laughs> it is fruit so it's like Watch how much you eat because fruit naturally has a lot of sugar. Has sugar, yeah. yeah. But that's it, the, that's the kind of sugar that diabetics can. Yeah, have. right, right. Yeah, and the, I think, I think the whipped cream was probably its salvation. But without yeah. the whipped cream, it's just like, it's, yeah. I got like halfway flat. down the drink and I had to put more whipped cream yeah. on it. Yeah, it it just desperately needed that whipped cream in yeah. it. It 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 needed mm-hmm. sweetener. Yeah. So, it's. It's a really tasty combination. It's really good. But if you're going to try that and you like super sweet, you're going to need to add sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I would probably get some stevie or something yeah. like so that. So I'll, because... I'll <laughs> definitely be making it again, yeah. but I'll be trying other things to, to make, make it, it sweeter. sweeter. Yeah. So. so. Pam. At least it's you... healthy. <laughs> exactly. It right. is healthy. Pam, so what did you make? I did something healthy, too. What did you do? <laughs> Although, I got mine from <laughs> TikTok. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so. Did you do a dance? Um, while you were huh? making, did you do a dance while you were making it? No. Oh, darn. Okay. And you will not see that dance. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so there was this TikTok trend. It's, it's kind of, I don't think it's no longer a trend because it's kind of old right now. But it's called Nature's Cereal. There's much debate whether if it's a cereal or not. But it's it's simple. It's basically you combine any fruit of your choice. My fruit of choice says were 
uh, strawberry, raspberry, blackberry, and pomegranate seeds. Mm. And you just douse it in coconut water. Coconut water? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> you don't like coconut water? No, just the combination to me kind of... Because I know what coconut water tastes like, and I know all those other. Yeah, I don't like. like yeah, I try coconut water. Yeah, don't don't drink it. <laughs> so so what was? How did it taste? I actually liked it. Really? Yes, and Jeff, okay. who who <laughs> tries to not always eat the healthiest, he actually ate his own whole entire bowl too. Nice. So this is a great way of eating healthy, but instead of. I think there's something when you douse it in the coconut water, like it, 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 it kind of enhances the flavor. Huh. Doesn't necessarily make it extra sweet or anything. It just makes it more refreshing, I guess. I don't understand the sciences behind it, it, so please don't quote me. Was it straight up coconut water? It wasn't like flavored yeah. coconut water, like yeah, yeah. It's just the coconut water that you find in the um. Next to the water, really. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm just thinking about in my head, like, how could that be good? Because, well, there are variations. I know the singer Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo. I don't know Lizzo? how to say her. Lizzo, I think. Oh. Um, she actually th- thinks that it tastes better when you add ice cubes in it. Ooh. Now, I didn't try that. Minnesota it- connection, by the way. <laughs> and- yes. <laughs> yeah, and she actually, crazy thing about Lizzo, just on the side, she worked at my work. Ooh. I know, I didn't realize we it until, until someone told me. <laughs> Remember me? Probably not. <laughs> Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> so, um, but the thing is, though, there was nothing outstanding about it. It's a very simplified dish of just an easier way of eating fruit. Um... I would I would overall just give it a straight fifteen. Okay. You get the sweetness from, well, for me, I got the sweetness mostly from the strawberry. Um, yep. But again, fruit comes with its own sugar, and it's refreshing because of the coconut water. And it's interesting because the coconut water, you don't really taste the coconut water. I know drinking straight up, it's nasty. I love but combine coconut. it. I love coconut. But combine it with fruit? Yeah, that's... I don't know. There was something about it that makes it so yummy. Well, there's flavored coconut water where it's like... They'll put it with like pineapple. You know, like pineapple coconut water? Yeah, I never tried that. That's what people go for. But, yeah. I mean, I'm really interested in this now because I'm... I'm curious. (laughs) It's a trend trend for a reason. (laughs) And I... I I bought it. I I enjoyed it. Um, there are there are ways to um, uh, per, uh, personalize it too. I know there's what there was one that instead of coconut water, or I'm sorry, sorry. If instead of using ice cubes, she like f- she put a frozen fruit in it. Yeah, I can. See I think that. she used frozen dragon fruit. Ooh. Dragon fruit or passion fruit? I forgot which one. But anyway, yeah, I mean, you could just do uh, get creative. Wow, I'm uh, I'm gonna have to try that. Like, 
Definitely. Yeah, next time I, like, don't have breakfast in my ass store, I'm just going to grab all those ingredients and, like, <laughs> and just freak yeah, yeah. everybody out at my work. What are you doing? Oh, you watch TikTok. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you just know me. <laughs> <laughs> just know someone who does. Someone who does. Um, yeah. Cool. So, do we have another challenge? Did we talk I, about another challenge? I think challenge? Pam has a challenge for us. Pam, what Pam is our challenge? challenge? Hi. So, um... Oh, what was the rating, by the way? 15. I said, I said a 15. 15. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay, oh, sorry. Anyway. So, okay. So, I was just re um, doing some random research because Google. Um, did you guys know that May 11th is Minnesota's birthday? I think really? I knew that. May 11th, 1858. 1858. Sorry. 1858. Yeah. So it's, that's not very long. Yeah. 1858. Yeah. Yep. So I was like, oh, I was today years old when I learned that. <laughs> also, since May is a very uh, big month, um, at least for me, that's when like everyone has a birthday. Um, it's also National Salad Month. Okay. So put that together. So the next challenge in order to celebrate the month of May and Minnesota's birthday is to try a Minnesotan salad. I got it. I already have it in my head. I don't even know where I already to go. have it in my head because there's one ingredient I think you have to have. Oh, in a Minnesota salad. Oh, I'll we'll that'll be that'll be my my foreshadowing yeah. or whatever they could call it for next episode. And I will be. I'm sure one of you will figure it out. And put it in your own stuff. So, it's Edwin's personal teaser trailer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You should work for the movies then. <laughs> uh, we we have one more thing that we want to go to. Entertainment! Entertainment! Oh, we're doing that? Yes! Oh, yes! Yeah, the list! Just, we so have a rundown! <laughs> Alright, hold on, hold on. I, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Clearly! Uh, we'll do this. Okay, so what's our entertainment today? Because I'm completely forgetting it. I think can you tell? Can you tell that we're recording on a Friday? <laughs> we're from the week. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, okay. So I will so. lead in, I guess. So have you ever just gotten to one of your silly arguments with your significant other, or not even significant other, just just friends. your loved one or whatever? You can, you can say and you come to the city and... arguments and you just want some way to settle. Settle the argument. Like, goobers or raisinettes. Mm. There you go. <laughs> I just bring out, like, Encyclopedia Britannica and just, like, here, according to this... No, 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 no. <laughs> this, is, this is more arguments. The like, problem with that is if that... If you have a choice to make <laughs> or, an, or an opinion that needs... That needs uh, to be proven, oh, quote unquote, so Ed, right. <laughs> so Edmunds is more academically uh, on the internet. <laughs> just uh, hold on, let you want to do that? You want to bet? Okay, let's look it up through me, Google I just throw or it something. To, if it's one of those, I just throw it to a chat room. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Like, what like, are some? Is taco having a verb? <laughs> oh my gosh! Let's not go back to that. Let's not go so, back to that. So I'm just curious as to what are some fun. You could, it could also be geeky too. What are some fun geeky ways to settle arguments? Roll a d20. That's one. <laughs> we always roll. Like we always roll. <laughs> yeah. And whoever gets the highest wins. Yep. Roll for initiative. <laughs> um, there's always the usual uh, rock, paper, scissors. I don't do that with Angela. She always wins. I don't know how. <laughs> Pro tip, um, don't do that with Angela. <laughs> <laughs> You'll lose. I'm, I'm, I'm just a weirdo. <clears throat> That's we all it is. That, but it's okay. <laughs> um, I mean, if you're artsy and are physically able, you could do a dance-off. No, I will not show off my TikTok dance, Edwin. um i would say um a rap battle is all is always an option Ooh, those are tricky (laughs) they are and considering i can't rap i would insta lose i would i would also lose (laughs) i don't know how to rap I, I just can't do it. <laughs> you and I, let's plank. Whoever can st- who can plank the longest. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, that sounds painful. Nerf wars. Nerf wars. Nerf wars. Uh, water fight. When it's warm enough for a water fight. I was fight. about to say, not during winter, though. <laughs> well, if you Snowball don't Snowball have... fight. Snowball or, fight. Okay, snowball fight. Is and cool. whoever, whoever, uh, whoever gives up first wins no whoever gets up first loses and ice cores may or may not be (laughs) hey no ice cores if you like the person you do not put ice cores in them (laughs) jerk (laughs) hey i may or may have not grown up with two brothers that may have put ice cores um (laughs) yeah when you actually like a person you don't put ice cores in (laughs) Okay. <laughs> we call our there have we, we there call have, a third party. We call a third party on the phone to settle the thing. There are <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. No, I was about to say there. That is another option. An independent adjudicator. Yeah, I I like to throw it to a chat room. Like I'll I'll go to my chat rooms and like I won't say which side of the argument I'm on, but I will throw it to a chat room. Like hey, is this a thing or is it not a thing? Which is better between these two things? And, you know, you can get gamer opinions on things if you've got the right uh, that, gamer chat. That did not work with Taco Has, because I'm sure one of those Ta- like, that sounds like an Angela thing. Hey. <laughs> taco having? It's a verb now. It, it, it is not. <laughs> Edwin told me that having could not be an activity. So I proposed taco having as an activity. It's like, that's not an activity. No, you said taco was an activity. No, I said taco having was an activity. And you're like, no, that's eating. (laughs) Eating is an activity. Taco having, just having the taco is not an activity. Taco having is an activity. Like, no, because it's not an actual verb. Threw it to a chat room. Taco having. It's almost like like Angela is... It's almost like Angela is reading like, like a... 
like a transcript from a uh, stenographer or something. Uh, you gotta love the English language because it always uh, changes. The, the person who confirmed that taco having is, in fact, an activity and thus a verb is an English major. <laughs> I'm an English major. And you argued against it. The battle of the English major. An outside, How do we settle this? An English outside majors? party? You, you use your English majors to the best you can. <laughs> and now taco having write, is my new verb. Who can write the best who can write the best uh who can write the best essay with that with that thesis? With the opposing thesis. Jeez. Evan, you're such an academic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm I was just gonna go to taco say, have. I was about to say if the competition like is you could it's if, it, if it's a short argument you could just plug in like a fighting game you could do like a yep like someone's option. like one of our listeners with a kid and the kid goes what's a thesis <laughs> what's an essay you'll learn in high school <laughs> and cry and cry <laughs> um it is possible to just play any game. It could also be a board game too. Although, choose your board games wisely. I'm not. Angela wins all the time <laughs> with board games. Sometimes Monopoly. <laughs> well, the games I like to play, I tend to win. All the games now, that we they... have in the house, she tends to win. <laughs> Whether I intend to or not, which you know that's how usually... many times? How many times did we play Carcassonne? Carcassonne? Yeah, that. Oh, first time I played that, I accidentally won. Yeah, and then the second accidentally, time, accidentally. Oh, absolutely, unquote. accidentally. <laughs> the second time we played it, she won too. So I don't play Carcassonne. You got, you got, <laughs> Evan. You got to find a game that you are good at. You know, I was pretty good at chess until we played chess and Angela won. So. <laughs> Yeah, you still had a chance. You know the fancy moves. I don't. Why were you using the fancy moves? I think I'm going to try the <laughs> London, and then she'd like just like waste me off the board. I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I I like board games. I like to play them. So anyway, so those those are our little yeah. And guys, and guys, the moral of the story is just let your significant other win because happy <laughs> life, happy wife is happy life. <laughs>
we do have a comments page there if you wanna if you wanna drop us something on the comments. Um, you can definitely do that. It'll get to one of us, definitely. And we will take heed and take your suggestions, feedback. And we want to know what you think about the things that we've talked today, like... Do you have a solution of your own for settling a ridiculous argument of choice? And what do you think about... What's your opinion on taco having? Definitely. What is your opinion on taco having? We should create I personally a want to. I personally want to taco have right now. <laughs> Okay, and, and also don't forget that we also have a Facebook page, yes. Legend Creators, that you could also like, comment, share, subscribe. Yeah. Well, and if you haven't subscribed yet to our podcast, either which one, uh, please do, because that's how we get noticed on iTunes, on Spotify, and all the other, all the rest. Yeah, apparently all those likes and comments. And it's like actually, it actually does something. Yeah. So, anyways, tell Ooh. your friends, um, and uh, comment, like, and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Smash that subscribe button. Yes, I'm going to say it because if, if, if it's this, late. If this were YouTube, we'd be saying, hey, hit the bell icon. Hit the bell. Ring that bell. Yet. Oh, boy. YouTube. Yet. All right. Well, this has been... Yeah. Thanks, for, thanks again for listening to episode 49 of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Bye. See ya. Bye.